Introducing DBM, the premium AV distributor, bringing the highest quality video and audio to your clients. Here at DBM, we pride ourselves on providing customizable bespoke packages and invite you to join us through the entire process, ensuring a truly personalized experience. Our highly trained, experienced team members will ensure a seamless installation with support always at hand. Your journey to elevated AV integration starts today with DBM. Hello everybody and welcome to The Integrated Home, the podcast that's produced by the Home Integration Community for the Home Integration Community. My name is Jeff Haywood and we're here today to hear all about a very special CEDIA award-winning project, the I.O. House by SMC. Welcome to The Integrated Home. Today, we're delighted to be talking with Rob Hulse from London-based integrator SMC. Welcome to the show, Rob. Hello, Jeff. Thanks for having me. So, Rob, um, quick bit of background. Please tell us a little bit about yourself and, and about SMC. So, I've been working at SMC for about nine years now, uh, and I've covered quite a number of roles in that time. So, initially, I studied product design before I came to SMC, but my working background was mostly in construction and hospitality. I moved from North Wales about 12 years ago to London and honestly had no idea that home automation was an industry. Um, But luckily, I enjoyed hi-fi and movies and all that sort of stuff. So this seemed like a really good fit for my my education and my kind of hobbies and interests. So we work at SMC now, yeah, nine years. Uh, It was founded by Steve Moore, who a lot of people will probably be familiar with. Recently won a Lifetime Achievement Award at the Cedia Awards. Um, there's about 70 of us in total. It's about 50% being on site and the other 50% in the office. Uh, generally, we're employing people at a grassroots level, uh, allow people to develop into different areas of the business. So our MDs currently, Gavin and Kev, have done pretty much every job at the company from design through to accounts, through to aftercare. Uh, and currently, me personally, I'm doing a bit of sales, design, account management, a little bit of project management when required as well. So yeah, it's uh, a lot of those skills I've picked up on the project we're going to be talking about today. How did the IO House project come about? Um, So initially we were employed as the AVIT and security consultants, uh, working closely with the the architects who we've done a lot of work with in the past, um, KSR. So yeah, our initial point of contact was with KSR and uh, it went from there. Okay, and and talk to me about the the sort of scale of the property and the 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 type of work it was. Was it a renovation? How big was it? That sort of thing. Uh, so it was a new build, uh, super prime residential. It's a kind of ultra modern style, uh, about eighteen thousand square foot in total, split over three floors. Um, from the street, it actually looks like a fairly modest bungalow. But uh, with a lot of clever planning from KSR and the rest of the design team, um, it's a fairly epic scale inside. Um, there's a sort of sunken light well, lots of clever um, light wells and, you know, skylights and things like that. So it does feel quite light and airy inside. But yeah, it's it looks relatively small from the street, but it's just enormous when you get inside. So how many bedrooms would you say there are there? I think there's seven bedrooms in total. Perfect. 
So um, building from the ground up, I mean, that's the sort of project you all love, isn't it? One where, one where you can start right at the beginning. It's quite rare. Um, you know, most of the projects tend to be refurbishments. Um, a lot of the new builds, yes, it's, it is quite rare to get a new build in London. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of fun, um, you know, coming up and being involved in that from the early stage as well. So, And presumably you were involved right from the get-go, I'd imagine. We were, yeah. We were employed from stage three. Um, so we we sort of helped put the, the client brief together. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, I was involved from day one. It's one of the first jobs I was helping to design and I got to see it through to through to the end, which was great. Um, can you can you remember back to the client's brief? What did they actually say they wanted from a technology perspective? Um, so, well, first and foremost, it was it was designed to be a family home. Um, so that was you know a key a key part of the brief. Um, we spent a lot of the early meetings brainstorming with uh, with the client and the family. Um, we actually had a magician as part of the consultant team, which is a, a first for us. A magician? You said a magician. Yes, there was a, a magician on the consultant design team to begin with, um, and we'll probably come on to some of the ideas that they came up with a little bit later on. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. It was kind of make that technology as much a part of the house and their lifestyle as you could possibly make it, I'd imagine. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, obviously trying to trying to sort of stick to the client's brief, which was everything needs to be automated, everything needs to be controlled. Um, but keeping that in line with the interior design um, ambition for, you know, super sleek, very minimal interior was was quite challenging but you know i think we've done quite a nice job or the team have done quite a nice job of that and when we talked about this project you you said there were there were four key design principles so do you want to just talk us through what what those were and and how you how you evolved those in into what you delivered as a solution Sure. Um, well, the SMC tagline is useful, simple, and beautiful. So I guess they have to be three of the, the four. And then the, the fourth one has to be, you know, bespoke in this case. A lot of the stuff that we were we were designing, we were, you know, pulling pulling things apart, making custom face plates, plastering bezels, you know, integrating things um, to an extremely high level. And so what have you actually designed would well, describe the overview of the the system that you've put in place so we have a it's a fully integrated home uh, it's got crestron at its core um, we offer bespoke uis with all of our crestron systems but this particular project we spent a lot of time on the ui because the client really likes to use uh, use his phone as opposed to ipads or anything on the wall um, we have a lighting control system, Lutron, uh, window treatments throughout with automated louvers, automated doors. Um, we have a 10 gigabyte end-to-end -end network, um, a distributed audio system with you know, a mixture of plaster in speakers, visible speakers, so several zones of external audio. It's a massive uh, video matrix. Um, they've got TVs in the pools, the bathrooms. There's a TV even in the uh, the cinema WC, which we've programmed to switch on with one of the light switches and display the same content as the cinema. Um, the cinema room itself is quite impressive. It's got a 7.2 meter wide screen, 
four-way masking, 9.1.4 Steinway Lingdorf audio system, CCTV, intruder alarm system, video entry system, facial recognition, uh, environmental controls, and there's a few sort of special fun projects thrown in the mix as well, which was, uh, you know, the staircase, there's a light-up staircase, which we'll talk more about, I'm sure. Uh, an immersive passenger lift with 11 TV screens in it um, and two slides. So, wow. yes, quite, quite a lot of fun. Quite a lot of fun. And you mentioned about the outdoor stuff and you've already talked about the the, the sort of uh, minimalist interior. How collaborative were you with the interior design team, the garden landscapers and other professions? So the the team as a whole were absolutely fantastic. Um, as a lot of a lot of companies that we've worked with in the past, uh, KSR did the interior architecture as well as the the architecture. We're working with Randall Sidley's integration, um, DPA lighting. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of guys that we've worked with before. But you know, as a whole, the the project team sort of took on board the quite out there brief, and you know, we had a lot of fun with uh, with developing that as a team. So, um, yeah, everybody was extremely collaborative and I think, you know, we're all pretty happy with how it turned out and we're all still friends. So that's great. Even better, even better. Now the foundation of, of every great system is the, the data network these days and the cabling that you put in. What, what was this project like? Was it pretty, pretty complex, pretty, pretty huge? So the, the client, as I said before, is, uh, you know, he's really into his technology. Um, and he was uh, he was adamant to have Cat Seven cabling throughout the house, uh, which we which we have. We've also run some some dark fiber for future use, which has been left coiled for for uh, whatever happens next, I suppose. Um, the the family are also quite keen gamers, so where we have TV locations, we've designed additional data points and HDMI routes to you know ventilated joinery, which is local to the TVs. So that the clients can bring in games consoles or move games consoles around, you know, plug things in uh, at a local level, which uh, which wasn't without its challenges. But yeah, we've we've kind of managed to to hide a lot of this stuff away. But there's an awful lot of cable. I remember um, kind of you know three or four months into the project, looking at the comms room and this mountain of unterminated cable, thinking this is a yeah, this is this is a big one. How big was the actual comms room where you've got the racks? How big was that? It's about five metres square, um, the four metre ceiling. And we've got, I think, four banks of patch rails, which are about, you know, two metres each. Um, and pretty much everything's been terminated behind five fixed racks. So, yeah, it's quite impressive. My favourite room in the house. <laughs> <laughs> but again, handy that it's a new build and you weren't having to squash things into inappropriate spaces. That's true. And uh, one thing I would say about the client is that they were quite accommodating with that kind of stuff. So the mechanical plant room, the electrical plant room, um, you know, there's 10 Tesla batteries in the uh, in the electrical plant room for battery backup. So um, it was quite a luxury to have that space. And we were able to get in there nice and early, and there wasn't too much of a bun fight for for that space. It was dedicated plant space, which was great. What about the AV system? You've got, uh, I mean, a, a comprehensive range of, of technologies for entertainment in that house, haven't you? We do. Um, so it's a Crestron Video Matrix. Uh, we have a 
Crestron Swampy audio matrix as well. Um, I think there's 18 endpoints on the video matrix, which is you know, quite quite large for a residential property. Um, we're controlling or the user interface is based on Sonos for um, for the client's use. I mean, one of the, yeah, one of the things about the the TVs in particular. Um, so the client wants to upgrade the TVs to the latest specifications. So trying to pin down even you know two weeks before we're trying to order the the screens it's the next screen is about to be released as we all know so we've designed uh using the future automation in wall boxes with plenty of space around so the tvs aren't ever flushed into the wall but they are on recess brackets so that was uh, yeah that was a, a major requirement i think we were replacing or upgrading screens just a few months after handover so um yeah, the latest and greatest always. Wow, interesting, interesting, and and I presume that that kind of flexibility that had to be a key part of your approach throughout the project, didn't it? It did. Um, yeah, absolutely. The uh, the flexibility with the cabling infrastructure first and foremost. Um, there's a, you know there's a lot of extra there's a lot of extra cable in there so that as the family grow, they've got quite young children at the moment. Some of their bedrooms might change to, you know, studios or whatever. So we've, we've really thought about that with the design team, uh, how that, how this house is going to evolve, um, as you know, with a young growing family. So we do have an awful lot of, uh, redundancy for, for future use. Um, and it's already, it's already starting to be used, you know, the client's, the clients often are plugging things in and moving things around and you know we're ultimately here to help them use the house in the way that they want to well that's it you know with something like this i think very often client integrator the relationship kind of you end up with a fixed point but then when they actually live in it it completely changes again doesn't it so you you must um, you must you must feel constantly still on the job don't you well, we are still on the job. <laughs> we've, uh, we've got a, uh, we do have a maintenance contract, so yeah, we do. We you know we do have a twenty four seven relationship with uh, with this client as we do with many others. But um, yeah, you know, ultimately, uh, they they're actually using the house a lot, which is which is fantastic. All right, then let's come on to some of the the special stuff. Then first of all, this passenger lift. I mean, how many screens did you say were in it? So we've got eleven screens in the lift. Um, I think there's three 86 inch TVs, which just about fit through the doors. Uh, you've got two on the floor, two on the ceiling and four in the doors. So as the doors close, um, the four screens switch on and you're then fully immersed with, uh, with 360 video content. Um, it's a small, small AV rack bolted to the bottom of the lift. Um, the clients can either use 360 video content from YouTube or they, you know, their own recordings. And we have some bespoke video content as well, so that as you travel between floors, the, the videos are perfectly timed depending on the length of the, the journey between floors. So it's uh, it was quite an experience, but not without its challenges, as you can imagine. I can imagine. And where, where does this lift go from from ground floor to second floor i mean you can't spend that much time in there surely <laughs> no i think the longest the longest journey is probably about 15 seconds but um yeah, yeah it was uh it was i don't know if this was the magician that came up with this one or somebody else but um we we made it happen um 
I think the biggest challenge probably was trying to make sure the TVs didn't fall off for the lift drop test. So as a part of the, you know, pre-construction testing, the lift has to drop, I'm not sure, half a meter or so in free fall and they slam on the emergency brakes, um, at which point, you know, the TVs or anything else attached to the lift can't fall off. Um, so making that robust enough whilst maintaining, you know, ventilation and uh, a, like even a sequence for getting the, the TVs in and out of the lift should they ever need to be replaced was was quite a headache. But um, yeah, it looks it looks great. <laughs> Fantastic. And I'm intrigued to know what sort of content you can watch in 15 seconds, the bespoke content. What is, are you able to reveal what you created? Uh, I think there's some pretty quick laps of going around a go-kart track, you know, that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, it's, it is really, it's really interesting. And as I said before, you can, uh, or the clients can, can upload their own content to it as well. So yeah, even, even with that, it's, you know, it's kind of future ready, flexible. Um, that was always the brief. Yeah. And in motion as well. Mm. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. Now this was the, the bit that caught my eye. Uh, and I think it caught the senior judge's eyes uh, as well, was the um, the slide, the interactive slide. So not everybody has one of these in their house, do they? They don't. Um, there's there's actually two slides, but only one of them is interactive. Uh, yeah, I remember seeing the, uh, the drawings for this at an early meeting, trying to work out what on earth I was looking at. But essentially, it's two uh, two intertwining slides, so a double helix that runs from top to bottom, um, and they they sort of pop in and out of some of the rooms. So in uh, in one of the offices, there's a stainless steel tube that just appears through the wall and then disappears through the floor, uh, which is quite a cool architectural feature. Um, but yeah, one of the slides does have some speakers in it and color changing lights, so. Um, obviously not something that we were particularly familiar with, but uh, there, there was a company brought on board called iSlide who specialise in interactive slide technology. Um, so they were available to, to help us with this. Um, so essentially you enter the slide or one of the slides and one of them has a sort of pop-up uh, hatch in the floor and the other one has a, an Oculus style um door at the top so if you imagine like the james bond intro uh this steel um mechanism opens up to reveal the the top of the slide and you jump in you can select from a number of themes um i can't remember exactly what they were now but i remember one of them was jungle so you have these sort of jungle sounds playing through the speakers and then you'll have you know green color changing rings of light as you go down go down the slide so yes, quite a quite a wacky, interesting feature to have. I mean, I guess it's great to use if you're bored of going up and down in the lift. <laughs> Why take the lift when you can take the interactive staircase? This is probably the most challenging. Was the uh, the uh, the staircase is it's an architectural marvel. Honestly, it's it is stunning. Um, so it runs three three stories down the centre of the building. Um, you have these triangular Korean uh, treads, which have LED sheets on all three sides and pressure sensors. So as you step on to one of the steps, the LEDs will light up 
and as you step off, it will you know switch off. Um, we've also linked that with some plastering speakers down the uh, down the um, stair core, so you could play piano sounds or whatever. You can load you can load the control interface with whichever keyboard sound you like. But to to get the cables to some of those treads was was very challenging. So the the, the central flight is suspended only by structural glass so it's not connected to any of the walls and we've got i think six cables running to each one of the treads so you know 10 treads down one flight 60 cables to try and get into thin air essentially so between us um we came up with a, a sort of bespoke um triangulated section that runs down the center which also has a light in it um to to manage all of those cables but it was. Uh, it took an awful lot of people to uh, to make that happen, and I think everybody involved is is super impressed with how it turned out. But yeah, it was a lot of a lot of work involved in that. Wow, wow! And I mean, after that, the lighting and the blind control that you put in must have seemed fairly prosaic, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, so lighting wise, we did. Um, there's Lutron throughout the house. Uh, Homeworks QSX. Palladium keypads. Um, we used some bespoke faceplates from Focus SB for for some of those rooms because the idea was to keep the configuration in every room exactly the same. So you know, on off, top left, blinds or curtains or motorized louvers or the door control, whatever it was, would always remain in the same position, uh, and then we'd blank off any unused buttons, um, and that worked that worked really nicely. Um, there's a lot of DMX RGB lighting in the house as well. So push and hold to cycle through color wheels and things like that, or preset scenes. Um, so that's obviously available on the keypads and iPads. So yeah, that was quite a lot of fun. Um, window treatments, there's there's a lot of them. Um, a few were quite challenging. There's a seven meter wide window in one of the rooms. So anybody that's specified or installed Roller blinds will understand how much of a headache that can be. So, how did you overcome that? Did you did, were you able to get a blind that big to do that? We were. We we actually used a company called Zoom Tech for uh, for that one. It was uh, it's yeah quite an interesting technology that uses a pre pre stressed piece of metal inside of the roller blind tube to counteract deflection. Um, Everywhere else, we've got Lutron, uh, Lutron roller blinds, Lutron um, drapery tracks. It's a lot of skylight blinds, and there's some external louvers as well. So, you know, offering a little bit of shade on some of the some of the larger windows. And have you got technology in the property as well to keep energy consumption as manageable as possible? Uh, there are, yes. There's um, there's a lot of Tesla batteries, as we mentioned before. Um, we're integrating with the BMS system for your environmental control, so we can get some data out of out of those systems and display it on um, on the Crestron touchscreens. So we've got a, a central point in the house that is essentially an en energy monitoring station, uh, which displays current energy usage and and things like that. So yeah, you can kind of drill into drill into some granular details there if you really want to. The biggest challenges, I mean, I mean, there was. It sounds like that there were so many of them but what 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 stood out for you um i think the main challenge really was making sure that what we were designing was going to be ready for 
whatever the whatever the client and the family wanted to do next. Um, you know, as soon as we had designed something, we're almost looking at the next the next thing. So obviously we all talk about future readiness a lot, but um, this really was quite an extreme case of of that. Um, so yeah, from you know the joinery design to to everything really that we uh, that we had to detail, he was trying to think three or four steps in advance. Um, and I guess the other thing was trying to keep uh, keep the number of control points to a minimum uh, while still offering the client the full levels of control that they wanted. So we're trying to not litter the walls with uh, with too many keypads or or anything like that, and keep things as simple as possible whilst giving the full amount of control excellent so uh biggest learnings what what how much how much have you grown your skill set as a result of this project <laughs> yeah it feels like i've kind of covered almost every role in the company on that one project which has been uh, which has been great um obviously could not have done that without the the rest of the team at smc um but yeah i guess the biggest learnings with the right team of people, you can pretty much accomplish anything. Um, magicians are sometimes required to design AV systems, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to have been in the meeting where he got introduced. Fantastic. And and what about the client actually living there? I mean, we talked about what you can see in terms of remotely, but has he talked to you? Has he spoken to you of his affection for what you've done? Yeah, I mean, as I said before, we're still uh, we're still looking after the property and the family um, through our service and aftercare department, and uh, yeah, we are we you know we're still in regular contact, and ultimately the the client and the family seem to be having a lot of fun, and uh, and actually using a lot of the systems that that we've installed, which is which is great. Um, quite often, a lot of the a lot of the projects, as we all know, don't get. Uh, don't get the full use that they that they could do. So I think this is a, this is a, a been a great project from from our side, and it's really nice to see the family enjoying their their property. Fantastic. Well, look, thanks so much, Rob, for sharing that story with us today. Really interesting, and uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll point people to pictures on your website so they can see it. Hopefully, they can get a sense of of what it looks like. It's so sad that we cannot even go and try these things out because it does seem like a, a, a wonderful, fun house that you've created. It might yeah, be a long time until I do another um, interactive slide or staircase, I'm sure. Yeah, well, at least at least if someone says, have you ever done anything like this before, you can say, do you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Thanks so much, Thank Rob. Thank you, Rob, for talking us through this exceptional project. What an entertaining house and what levels of imagination and innovation from SMC. So impressive. The Integrated Home is brought to you with the support of Distributed by Meridian. We support Together for Cinema. You can find us on socials at Integrated Home Podcast. We are a Wildwood Plus production. The Integrated Home supports Together for Cinema. Together for Cinema is an AV industry movement that designs and installs cinema rooms in children's hospices across the UK. So far, thanks to the huge generosity of manufacturers, distributors and integrators freely giving of their time, products and expertise, we've created 21 dedicated cinemas. In these special places, children, their families, staff and volunteers are now enjoying fantastic movie experiences together.
We want to build more rooms in more hospices for more children. To do that, we need your help. Visit togetherforcinema.co.uk and find out how you can be involved to help make short lives that little bit better.